2: Our special guest is an actress who has been named one of People Magazine's most beautiful people. Now, she's appeared on numerous television shows, and she even has a jewelry line. Now, I applaud her for all those achievements, but I know you will join me in giving rousing paws and applause to what she does every single day to save animals in our backyards and abroad. It doesn't matter if the animal's a cat, a dog, or even an orangutan. She has and always will be their fiercest advocate. Please welcome to the show the one and only Katie Cleary. Welcome to the show, Katie. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. Well, you know, you're one busy gal. You're traveling the globe. You're taking to the airways for pets and wildlife. And, folks, we're going to learn a lot more about what she does after we take this commercial break. So I want everybody to just sit and stay. We'll be right back.
1: Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. OBehave behave is back with more tail wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet educator, Arden Moore.
2: Welcome back to the Oh Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host Arden Moore. Our special guest today is actress and animal advocate Katie Cleary. Now, you guys, you might recognize Katie from that hit TV show America's Next Top Model, season one. You will see her. She's appeared on Chuck, Rules of Engagement, CSI New York. She's been in the movies The Breakup, The Lake House, Iron Man Two, and much more. But the two roles that I believe she truly stars in are editor in chief of WorldAnimalnews.com and founder of Peace for Animals. Hey, Katie, I don't know, do you sleep? Hey, you know, it's so funny. People always ask me that. You know, I try to get as much sleep as I can, but it's a lot of
0: work, let me tell you. <laughs> they can and you also all have animals. quite
2: a furry bunch at home. Let me see if I can get it right. Charlie, Lucky, Butch, Woofy, Callie, Aldo, Blue, and a couple of doves.
0: Yeah, we just rescued two doves yesterday from the street that got dumped. So um, we we have a really good home for them. And it's definitely a full house, but it's uh, it's definitely worth it.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, we need to step back in time because you and I have something in common besides fur and purrs and tail wags and coos from (laughs) doves. We're both from the Chicago area. You're from oh, North,
0: awesome. South, right? Yeah, I grew up in Glenview, yeah, uh-huh. and I uh, went to college actually in Wisconsin. So, you know, kind of stayed very local and then moved out here about eight years ago to L.A. and then uh, pursued the acting, modeling, and then, of course, the animal rescue um, while I been rescuing animals, so...
2: Yeah. So growing up, I guess your mom raised you, but this connection you've had with animals has been since days of diapers, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of started probably when I was
0: um, five years old, and then we actually started rescuing um, kittens, puppies, even some deer and, and uh, raccoons when I was about 10. And uh, from then on, I just I knew that I wanted to do something with animals, and whether it be just having my own rescue or being, becoming a veterinarian. So I thought, you know, I think the best way to, to do it is maybe use the entertainment business because I always also wanted to be in entertainment and modeling and acting. Use that as a platform because it gives you this voice to raise awareness for those who don't have a voice. So. It worked out pretty well, and so kind of um, trying to go down this path, um, this new path that I've created uh, as far as, you know, uh, with Peace for Animals and World Animal News and this documentary that we're doing, Give Me Shelter.
2: Well, let's Uh, tackle each one at a time. So let's start with, you're behind the microphone, with worldanimalnews.com. It's sort of the CNN for all things that bark, chirp, fly... Per whatever. Tell us a little <laughs> yes, bit about
0: your role. Yeah, yeah, everything around the world. Yeah, it's so funny. I'm glad that you said CNN because that's my goal. It's really to be, you know, either have a show on CNN, uh, maybe it could be even like a 15-minute, 30-minute segment that, um, you know, because every day there's latest breaking news that's going on around the world as far as the circuses or, you know, animal testing or what's going on with poaching in Africa. I mean, there's so much going on that people don't know about because they don't have it on the news. They don't have a show dedicated to it. So my idea was to take a grassroots effort approach to you know, to eventually have either our own network or have a show on CNN that would be called World Animal News. So I just said, you know, I'm going to buy the domain, I'm going to start my own radio show and try to get celebrities involved and, you know, animal welfare organizations, and it's been going really, really well. So we're in our, the 12th
2: episode coming up this Thursday. And people, I know it sounds obvious, but how do people tune in to your show, Katie? Yeah, just go to actually tradiov.com,
0: and it will be streaming live at 11 a.m. Pacific Time every Thursday.
2: Nice. Now, you've done 12 episodes. Give us a sampling of a couple of uh, topics that you uh, tackled.
0: Yeah, well, it's so funny because we don't really tackle just one each show. We have so many because there's so much news. So basically, a lot of the topics that we've, we touched on have been about ivory poaching and, ti- and the tiger trade, and um, you know, they're parts used for ancient Chinese medicine, unfortunately, and the fact that you know there's only 3,500 tigers left in the wild they killed thirty five thousand elephants last year yeah. for their ivory and and then the last rhino went extinct in eastern Africa about a month ago because of their horns, you know, being worth three hundred and fifty thousand dollars each. So I told myself and, and all my friends know that I refuse to have these animals go extinct when I'm alive. I refuse. Good for you. I won't let it happen. So if I have anything to do with it, and a lot of my friends are with me, so um, so that's why you know having as many people come on the show to talk about these issues and raise awareness and you know, but you know, it's not just wild animals and endangered species. It's puppy mills, dog fighting, you know, um, you know, abuse and neglect, and it's just endless. So um, it, and it needs to happen because you know we're not the only. People on this planet. I mean, we're all no, we're I, the only I creatures totally on this agree. planet. <laughs> people, yeah.
2: But yeah, <laughs>
0: you know, it, it's too much work for just one small organization to do. Everyone has to shift in and do their part, you know. So whether it's, you know, if you find a an, uh, wild animal on the street that got hit by a car, or, you know, stop. Don't just keep going. You know, stop, grab a blanket, cover them up, bring them to your near, nearest wildlife rehabilitator, you know, rescue an animal at the shelter. I mean, there's just really you know, endless ways people can help. And um, you know, it's actually it's pretty easy, and you don't need money to do a lot of this stuff. A lot of people say, "Oh, you need you need to raise funds," and of course, that's no, I agree with you. But a lot of people can just go and, and you know volunteer at their local shelters and and help that way.
2: Well on your show you've had some pretty big guests that are really not just talking the talk they're actually doing things like Allison Eastwood and Kristen Renton, you know, Sons of Anarchy and others. So you're getting uh the folks in uh, Hollywood are realizing what your mission is now it sounds like.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean I think that they're really on board, you know. It's a big leap for somebody that came from the modeling and acting background and you know started out in Top Model which is a reality show to transition to really make a change and be taken seriously and that's really what my goal is for the future and so I think that with World Animal News and bringing these people um, that are passionate like, you know, Tippi Hedren and Of course, Allison Eastwood and um, Robert Davi actually is a huge animal lover. He's also an amazing actor. And, um, you know, just Lou Parker also from KTLA. And there's just a lot of people that, you know, really don't know how to express, you know, how they feel about animals. And and so I think that this gives them an avenue to, you know, show people um, what they're all about as well.
2: No, I think going from the reality show to the reality that you and others need, like us, need to reach out for animals. That's a great transition, Katie. I'm giving you a double pause and applause for that.
0: No. <laughs> Oh, thank you thank you what well, you you guys do is amazing as well i mean you know it's just um tackling it from all different avenues i think that we can make change I've seen it happen and seeing it happen with the nbc i think yesterday they canceled that hunting show
2: yeah um, i heard about which, that yeah oh
0: amazing i mean i called every exec that i could because i was on deal or no deal for four years and i tried to use all my connections to get a hold of these people to say look we need to cancel the show you can't show these you know people that are watching and children and you know that think it's okay to shoot an elephant in the face and then air that on TV I was so upset when I saw this and and I know that there's a huge uproar across the world from from this show I think it was um, Under Wild Skies so I'm happy I applaud um, NBC for canceling the show because really you know we need to start teaching our children and
2: and educate people to give back and save these animals instead of killing them for something that's not even a sport you know oh you know I think with social media used right, word of mouth becomes world of mouth. Don't you agree? Oh, true. Oh, 100%. I mean, people have
0: had no idea some of this stuff is going on. And when you post it, it's like they're shocked. And they say, you know, how can I help? How can I make a difference? And, and it's, it's transitioning. I see it. I see it happening. You know, it um, may take time, you know, to get all of these bills passed and these animals saved. But it's happening. And, and um, I'm hoping that, you know, in my lifetime we will see some major, major um, progress.
2: Well, that's with your role with World Animal News. Now, when it comes to Peace for Animals and listeners, it's Peace, the number four, and animals. You kind of surprised me. I didn't realize this. I love going to Trader Joe's and Ralph's and Whole Foods. But you found some things that they're selling that could impact the habitats for orangutans. So can you tell us a little bit about your efforts with Peace for Animals? Tell us what it's about and specifically what's going on with orangutans.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I started Peace for Animals a little bit over a year ago. Um, The reason why I started is because I I, um, helped pass a fur-free bill in West Hollywood. I did a charity event with Betty White called Diamonds Not Fur, and we had found out that a lot of the fur, um, actually 80% of the fur that we have in the U.S., that is used in fashion, is um, basically imported from China, and there's no regulation on the fur, um, and a lot of it is mislabeled, and it's cats and dogs because it's cheaper. A lot of people don't know this. So when I found that out, I said, look, we need to do something. So I took a year to produce this event. That passed. Uh, the bill passed, actually, and it's being taken to effect right now. So all the retailers now have to get rid of their fur, and they can't sell it in West Hollywood, which is great. So that's kind of how the beginning of Peace for Animals started. And I said, look, you know, I didn't have the organization when I did the charity event, but I think it's a good idea to start something. Like, if I if I could do this event, and it, was, it went this well, I think that I could have my own charity. So I started... About about a year after that charity event, I got started on Peace for Animals and it's been doing really well. And The first charity event under Peace for Animals was was Stars for Stripes hosted by Allison Eastwood to save the last uh, 1,500 tigers left in India. So um, we partnered up with Born for USA, and then that kind of, you know, really went well. We raised some funding to, to hire more armed guards to protect the area where the last of the tigers are in the Satpura region in India. So then that's kind of how it all began. And then we got, you know, peaceforanimals.com, and we post, um, you know, of course, the latest breaking news that we're, you know, what we're working on with our charity. And and then, you know, we went on to the Palm Oil Campaign, which
2: um, I have well, hang on, now. slow down. You said the Palm Oil Campaign, correct? yeah the palm oil okay. campaign
0: so basically, you know fifty percent of palm oil is used in fifty percent of the products in grocery stores. so if you look in the back of products it's like a it's almost like a filler it's like it's a cheap oil so mm-hmm. they they use it in cookies and shampoo and conditioner and lotions, and what happens is eighty percent of the palm oil comes from indonesia and they've they've knocked down almost 90% of the rainforest to plant this palm oh oil plant, which is really from Africa, and they harvest the oil, and what they do is they they have this uncontrolled burning of the rainforest, so of course, the rainforest is burning, these animals have nowhere to go, and where do orangutans live? Is They live in Indonesia, so what happens is they have a bounty on their head, so either they're killed by by people that are working for these palm oil companies, because they're known as pests, and the babies are sold in the black market for the pet trade, or they're burned to death, if the forest is burning, they have nowhere to go. They're either burned or they, they die of starvation and dehydration. So, you know, it's just it's really unfortunate. And I mean, we've wiped out a tremendous amount of orangutans to where they're on endangered species list. It's really bad right now. So I encourage everyone to look, look on the back of labels when you're at the grocery store and don't buy any products with palm oil or write letters. I mean, that's the most important thing because these companies want to know what their consumers want and what they're not going to buy. And if you say, look, I'm not going to aid to the deforestation station and extinction of orangutans, I want to save them, I'm not going to buy palm oil. So our simple solution is for these companies like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Ralph, to literally write a letter to all of their, their buyers and say, look, and all the companies that supply their food and say, you know, we're not going to buy any products that contain any amount of palm oil. Or, you know, there's also the sustainable, unsustainable palm oil. I don't think it's necessarily a myth, but the problem is, is that how do you really know when it's such a corrupt business, what's sustainable and what's unsustainable palm oil? Right, So that's kind of another avenue. So I just say, you know what? Just don't buy anything with palm oil. Good
2: it's for you. Yeah, There's so many you other know? kinds of oils out there that are, can be gathered without endangering a species.
0: Exactly. You know, I think olive oil is a great alternative yeah. or, or grapeseed oil, you know. I just don't see how cutting down, it's not only orangutans, it's the rest of, you know, the millions of species that live in the rainforest and all the cures to all the diseases that we have that are so undiscovered. And, I mean, it's just heartbreaking. And, you know, we get a lot, 30% of our oxygen from the rainforest. So it's just really unfortunate, you know, that this is happening. So that's why, you know, I encourage people to write letters. Call, call your local grocery stores. Tell them that, you know, you don't want to be a part of deforestation and killing orangutans and to stop selling palm oil or any products containing palm oil.
2: Well, I think our 800,000 listeners are tuning in to you right now, Katie Cleary. I hope so. Yeah, I get so worked up. So. No, no, no. <laughs> I apologize. And, <laughs> no, and we're going to talk more with Katie Cleary. we got to take a quick commercial break, but she's helping animals abroad and also right in our own backyard. When we come back, Katie Cleary's is going to talk a little bit about producing a new documentary. It's called Give Me Shelter. So you guys know the drill. Sit, stay. We'll be right back.
1: Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All behave will be back in a flash. Right after these messages!
0: Molly, here's your dinner! Zeus, That's not your food!
1: Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the cat tree tray. The cat tree tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. Let's talk Pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio.
2: PetLiferadio.com.
0: Hi, it's Richelle Lefebvre from the Twilight franchise, inviting you all to listen to OB oh, Have with Arden Moore on petliferadio.com. And I think you should encourage other people to listen too, because I'll tell you from personal experience, Arden knows.
1: We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox that is. Now back to O Behave. Here's Arden.
2: Welcome back to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I am having a fascinating time with actress, animal advocate Katie Cleary. She wears many, many roles in the pet world. She is the founder of Peace for Animals. She is also involved as editor-in-chief of worldanimalnews.com, and you guys know her. She was on America's Top Model. She was with Deal or No Deal. She's been on a lot of television. She's a chick from Chicago. I'm a black Chicago me. in the house. All right. Woo. My favorite restaurant I have to have an aside is the Parthenon in Greektown. Oh, my gosh. I've been there once, and it was oh the most amazing tzatziki I've ever had. It is. It is. And, and yep. I say gyros like we're supposed not gyro, folks. It's not gyro. <laughs> it's gyros. Gyros. <laughs> exactly. All amazing right. Well, anyway, that. I want to get back to it. You've done a lot of work, and you continue doing work for animals like orangutans and tigers and elephants. I don't know how you ever get time to sleep, but you're home. You have, uh, what, four dogs, three cats, and two doves, and a husband. Yeah,
0: yeah, and a husband. And, and he, uh, is like, you know, I'm taking second, <laughs> <laughs> second fiddle to all these animals. I don't know what to do. And, but I met him at a dog park, so actually it's, he knew what he was getting into when he married me.
2: All right, because there's a lot of people going, I need to find somebody like me who loves animals. Forget going to the grocery store. Forget dating online. Head to the dog park? Go to the dog park. Or you know what? Honestly, I would
0: say go volunteer at a shelter. You'll Mm -hmm. find some amazing people that really want to give back. If you want to find someone that's selfless and that loves animals and that gives back, go volunteer at a shelter on the weekend. I guarantee you'll find an amazing person. So did Andrew win you
2: over with his beagle brown eyes? I don't know what color eyes he had. Or what did he do at the dog park that made you say (laughs) he's the one?
0: He had a bird on his shoulder, which was so <laughs> it was so funny. I, I was like, "This is such a who is this guy with the bird on his shoulder?" He was the only guy at the dog park. Um, we called him the Birdman, and okay. yeah, and he had a white cockatoo. And so I would always see him, but I'm like, "That's kind of strange. Why would he just bring a bird to the dog park?" And then and the, and the dogs um, go nuts. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I guess they were used to the bird, and I'm like, "The bird's gonna get eaten," you know. So I would talk to him, you know, occasionally, and then and I was like, "Why well, he's so cute," and you know, but this is kind of weird. <laughs> like the bird and, or him? <laughs> Yeah, I am a bird. And so then I finally asked him. I said, "You know, do you have a dog here? Because it's really kind of strange that you just have a bird at the dog park." So he's like, "Yeah, I do have a dog." I'm like, okay, I'm like, "You're not as weird as I thought you were." So no, I mean, it actually, it worked out. I had no idea I was going to marry the bird man, but it <laughs> it um, was probably the best thing I had ever done because he is just as passionate about helping rescue animals, you know, as I am, he just, I don't think he wants me to bring any more home, but <laughs> but I always, you know, say, look, you know, we'll just foster him for a little bit, you know, we'll rehabilitate them, and then we'll find a good home. So, it's worked out. It's
2: worked out. Well, oh, congratulations. I think that's a great way to meet somebody. And speaking of that, now, you go to the shelters. Let's talk about your new role as executive producer of a new documentary, and I understand it got voted Best Documentary Short at the L.A. Cinema Festival of Hollywood. It's called Give Me Shelter. So tell me a little bit about it. How can our listeners uh, find out more about it?
0: Yeah, so, um, so basically it's a documentary about the most important animal issues in the world, and it, it just kind of follows people's plights to literally be the voice for these animals, and mainly here in California, but we do focus on issues worldwide. So we have a lot of celebrities involved. The stars of the movie are um, Tippi Hedren, Mirko Berry, who won an Oscar uh, for The Cove in 2008, um, he, he specifically talks about the marine mammal side of things. Tiffany talks about the big cats and some horses and, and then we've got Allison Eastwood. She's throughout the film talking about rescue Charlotte Ross, Elaine Hendricks, Jill Wagner, Kristen Renton, Robert Davi, Ethan Morales, Michael Vartan. We've got a lot of people that just, you know, of, of course they're involved in entertainment, but their passion is also helping to give these animals a voice. So I called all of them personally and I said, look, I'm doing this documentary. I need your help. I want you to, you know, be a voice for a lot of these issues that we're talking about. And I think it's going to be a really great, a great piece for the world to see. So they signed up and just had all the interviews literally in, you know, in L.A. And we went to a lot of different sanctuaries, went to Shambhala, to Sanctuary and um, Wildlife Way Station and a couple of the local shelters. And 77 hours of footage later, we narrowed it down to an hour and a half. It took six months to edit the film, a year and a half to shoot it, and we're done. And I'm like so relieved and so relieved. And so um, we submitted the short, actually the trailer is a short. It was a four-minute trailer, and we just submitted it just to kind of get a feel for what people thought of what we were trying to do. So even before the movie was was finished, and we started winning awards for the four-minute short, which is the trailer, and then nice. so then we just submitted the actually the full-length feature, the hour-and-a-half feature to Sundance. So um, fingers crossed about that, hoping that what they. We mean pause,
2: cross, Katie, pause, cross. Oh,
0: Come on, man. <laughs> I, I hope that they end up picking it up, or you know, someone sees it and like, wow, this is a great, you know, great piece to raise awareness. So hopefully they'll. We'll have it at Sundance in January. <laughs>
2: so, Well, I'm going to push for you. And you got to go, folks, to YouTube. Go Give Me Shelter YouTube trailer, and you're going to be able to get the URL and um, hopefully see that. And what can we do on our end to get the word out to uh, Robert, you know, Redford, and the others? We're so one-on-one with those <laughs> write guys. Write a letter. Get them up. Say, say we, yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah. except Give Me Shelter just got submitted. And, and then we're looking for distribution. Um, we're actually going to do also screening at the Malibu Film Society November 17th, and then we're going to probably do the the premiere for the movie somewhere in Hollywood November 23rd so we're just kind of working out those details but um, all the celebrities will be there in the movie and um, hopefully we get distribution before then and uh, we'll be good to go and everyone can see it
2: we would be remiss if we don't talk a little bit about your pack at home. So you can do the cats or the dogs first, but you've got quite a... I have a furry fab for Chipper, Cleo, Murphy, and Ziki. Two dogs, two Aww. cats, all from the streets, and they all get along really well. I teach pet first aid. I have a dog and a cat. They come with me everywhere. My cat survived being a knife attack as a stray. Oh my God. My big dog um, was in a shelter for two years, and my little dog is in the Guinness Book of World Records for surfing. She's one of the surf dogs. Oh my so god, that's amazing! Surf- wow. So they think their kibble in my house, but very talented, much more talented than at my dog. You guys, <laughs> you, got a, you got a cute crew. I got to tell you. So, can you give us a little down low on the dogs and the kitties? Yeah, yeah, so,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've rescued, let's see, oh, we rescued so many animals and fostered them, but these guys are definitely the permanent ones. Um Charlie's my first dog. He's a little Australian shepherd mix. He's um, got a little bandit face, and he's kind of tiny, but he's, like, my heart and soul. Dog is mm-hmm. amazing. And then we've got, uh, my husband came into marriage with Butch, and um, so he had, I had Charlie, he had Butch, and then he had Cookie the cockatoo, and Butch is, uh, like, 13, um, German shepherd mix. He's getting old. He's the grumpy one. And then we've got... <laughs> yeah he's very grumpy, okay. grumpy. <laughs> and then, maybe he should make
2: grumpy kitty
0: <laughs> uh, i think so because this is the grumpy dog for sure okay. he just doesn't okay. have a face but um and then Wolfie we rescued at we were actually shooting the documentary funny enough and we we're going to one of the shelters and i knew you know filming the documentary at these shelters i was going to be coming home with animals and i told my husband i said look just to let you know, if I go into a shelter, I can't come out without an animal. So, so we re- end up rescuing him and how many kittens? I think. Well, what kind of dog is Wolfie? Kittens. Wolfie's a, let's see, he's a husky Alaskan Malmute, I guess, mix. And they were dropping off in the parking lot of this high kill shelter. Baldwin Park, and I said, I can't believe these people are dropping him off. I mean, what are you guys doing? He's three months old. He's beautiful. And Aww. they said that you know their daughter couldn't take care of him. And I said, well, you know, huskies, they're difficult to for. Yeah, you know.
2: yeah. I have a husky yeah. gold retriever, so I know what you're talking about. Oh wow! I bet you that's beautiful. Yeah, her name's Chipper.
0: Oh. okay. I got to see your pictures now. <laughs> you see well, you some got to you got it here. Just
2: go to after the show. Go to fourleggedlife.com, Four spelled okay. out. Go to the About Arden, and you scroll down, and you'll have the bios of each of my four pets. Oh, awesome. Including I'll them surfing and, and my cat doing kitty CPR and a demo dog. Oh, So my Chip God. and Ziki want a shout-out to Charlie, Lucky, Butch, Woofy, Callie, Aldo, and Blue. <laughs> yes. They do yes, that right?
0: a lot. Oh, my God. S- we don't know their name yet because we haven't named them, but <laughs>
2: okay. But the kitties, how are the kitties with this uh, the canine pack?
0: They're actually good. I think that the key is um, to get them as kittens after you already have the dogs established in the house. So, um, obviously, don't introduce dogs to cats that have been there for years because they are very territorial. So, I think if the kittens are raised with the dogs, they feel like they're part dog. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah.
2: Well, in my household, I teach my dogs that cats are gods, and they're like, okay. And so, the cats (laughs) are okay. And and so, everybody gets along. So, the kitties get their food first, and the dogs sit there and wait, and I go, okay. And they're like, okay, cats rock.
0: Cats it's wrong. a good idea cause, so they don't eat them when you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's my biggest concern with a husky. I'm like, I'm going to come home and the kittens are going to be eaten. But no, they're, well, they I, love each like other. I said, they sleep with each other.
2: <laughs> my husky mix loves all cats and will protect all cats, so she's against the genetic code, I guess, but oh, that's but it sounds like your, your doggies like that, too. So um, love, yeah. Before we leave, I just wanted to thank you again for being on the show, and folks, really, you got to check out Katie Cleary. She really is doing things. She isn't just talking about it. She's making a difference for pets and animals all over the globe, and she needs our help, so I want you to go to worldanimalnews.com. I also mm-hmm. want you to dash over to Peace fouranimals.com and the number four and there is actually the I we can't forget that site too I know you've got some movies coming up or what's some of the projects you're doing to kind of pay for the kibble
0: yeah well you know it's so funny um, just a, a couple commercials and then um, you know I've got a, a couple movies on hold so just just waiting to see but definitely Give Me Shelter is on the top of my list so I'm um, focusing on trying to get that out there as much as I can and uh, yeah I encourage everyone to watch the trailer just google give me shelter Katie
2: Cleary and it'll come right up and, all right, well, and watch World Animal quote. News as well there's a quote you have and I think it says it all she has been quoted as saying life is about finding your passion and purpose in the world to make a difference Exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> It's important. Very important. Everyone's <laughs> here for a purpose.
2: Well, Definitely. I'm really glad you could be on the show, and uh, let's have you back on. We've had Charlotte Ross on and some other folks, so we like it when we got people really doing something and not just talking about it. So you yeah, are the real. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for what you guys do to raise awareness for animals as well.
2: All right, so we're also going to thank my producer, Mark Winter. He's been quiet the entire show. He's the mastermind behind this show. You have to dash over to PetLifeRadio.com. We have really great hosts. We are 6 million strong in terms of listeners for our show, so for all our shows. My show, we're trying to hit a million, folks. Maybe Katie's group will help us push it. Yeah, we 20- us hit a million, guys. <laughs> i <I'll have everyone laughs> tune in. And we're also now on iHeartRadio, so we're expanding. So, you know, we're all over the globe, just like Katie Cleary. So, until next time, this is your flea free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four leggers out there. I'll behave.
1: Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do, and get the latest buzz from Wagging Tongues and Tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown.